What up, though? What up, though? What up, though? This is CWC Radio. Um, I'm just talking shit. Hey, this is uh, another like episode that. of Cocktails. No, nigga, that is like, I like that WPRS that AM Radio. CWC Radio NPR. Yeah, like, no, we're not doing that. But anyway, we got a special guest in the building. Uh, it is Mother's Day weekend, so happy Mother's Day to this queen. Uh, we're going to do this like in a two-part section uh, because we're going to talk about some serious shit. And I don't want to intertwine the two. Uh, and we're going to talk about her organization, My Sister's Keeper. She's a CEO. I'm going to let her introduce herself, give any social media handles that she would like, tell us how we can find My Sister's Keeper and how we can support. And I'm going to give the mic right to you. Hello, everyone. I am Coco. Uh, My Sister's Keeper came about in 2013. Okay. Um, You can find us on Instagram, My Sister's Keeper DVO. On Facebook, same. My personal... Coco Chanel on Instagram and Facebook. Okay. All right. So uh, we're going to get into our intro question. Uh, and it's going to start deep. Uh, I guess I should have shook my drink, huh? Yeah, shout out I to uh, Barbados. Yeah, shout out to Barbados because, <laughs> yeah. you know, you need to get that liquor all through yeah. the mask drink. Mask or no mask, you got to You got to You're going to drink <laughs> on the second part. I'm going to let you know. Uh, also, I just absolutely love, 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 love your life. Thank you. You're so thick and beautiful. Thank you. I do I do them myself and I started them myself. Oh wow. Uh, I'm in love with you. Can you try to fuck her on the second episode? <laughs> Damn, man. Shit. So look, let's get into the intro question. Um, have you ever committed domestic violence? We're gonna start with Big Fist over here. Oh, I gotta see. Mm. What? You pregnant? <laughs> no. Oh. I, I might grow some lemons. Um hey. To the question, man. I am going to the question. Um, so I, I will say yes, mm. only because I have I have struck a man, um, but only in in what I believe is an act of self defense, just to get him out of my face and to get him away from me and to get him farther away from me because he was too close to me. I knew he was going to hit me or do something to me, so I shoved him and pushed him out of my way, and that ended up inciting a fight. Which so um yeah that was we I was that was a very violent relationship that I was in for I'm glad a you while. and I was young yeah. so I, oh yeah how young oh, were you yeah. I was twenty I was twenty Ooh, I was just I thought you was about to say like fifteen or some shit that would have been wild I was twenty I was actually fresh out of a celibacy mm. oh wow mm-hmm. I'm not all I'm saying is maybe not being celibate you know can help. No? All right, stay celibate. All right, cool. Um, so what about you, Coco? Uh, no, not just, I mean, as, not just to strike somebody, no. But Same yeah. with me. Yeah. Now, have you, and I guess let's go back to you, Alessa, have you grown from the experience and, and oh, to you, sure. not just committing, but having, uh, because I've been assaulted as well, mm-hmm. but do you feel like you, you ladies have grown from the experience? Yes, I mean... I mean, you, after the fact, you know how to pick up on red flags. Mm-hmm. You know what What's you a don't flag? want. Ways that they may have. You you know, you can pick up on somebody that has controlling ways. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. um, based off of conversations you may have had. Maybe he might have, you may have laughed it off, but he might, no, I don't want you to do that. You thinking it's a joke and it's really not a joke. Mm. So some controlling ways. 
I mean, you you know red flags. We just tend to ignore them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember my situation was just so random. We were just at uh what's that laser tag place? Uh we was playing zap zone? Yeah, Zap Zone and uh it was like a twenty year old date or whatever. And uh when she swung on me because I was laughing because she I'm lost the game, I, I, I it was very uh very uh random and uh I was just like, Oh, I'm never gonna go through this shit again. This was I guess from my standpoint it was more so it was in front of a whole bunch of people and strangers, so it was more so that it was embarrassing. So she just hauled off and hit you? She hauled off in and hit zone? me. Yes. Wow. I had to literally bear hug her to stop her from hitting me because she was embarrassed because we were making fun of her for losing the game. Wow. Like, it was so minuscule, like, the situation. And I was just like, damn. How hard did she hit you? So this oh, like no. a playful, no. like, shove. No, was- she punched She. Cold cock punched me in my jaw. Oh my! And she God. had rings on. She used oh. to wear her mom's rings, so she had rings on. <sighs> and uh, I, it's kind of like every time I hear of a situation, I'm like, damn, it was just like that. Like mm-hmm. that night, I'm so sorry. I'll never do it again. And she was just like doing all these yep. extra things to, uh, yeah. you know, try to appease me. And I never forget. Like my best friend was like, "Hey man, I'm sorry, but I, if you want to hang, that's fine. But if she Blank gone. is there." I'm not going. Yeah, that was how, probably the most embarrassing shit. And it, now that I thought about it, it, the whole day she was doing weird, embarrassing shit the whole day. But no, I stopped mm-hmm. talking to her. I never uh, seriously dated her or I actually never went out in public with her again after that. Wow. And I broke up with her. Like, it was like, that was it. And I mean, that's not everybody's situation. It's not. And it could get a lot worse than what had happened that night. Definitely and did. that's when I started thinking because the warning sounds like you said we're always there. Mm-hmm. Like she used to always do stuff. It just never got to that, that point. Yeah, like I'd never been cold. Like a grown ass man has never even done to me what yeah. she did to me. Kind of leads up to that. Like it's a build up. It yeah. builds mm-hmm. up. You see things and you be like, ah, oh, you know, no, oh, yeah. And then she haul off and hit you. That's it. Start, exactly. It started somewhere. It builds up to that, and then it it goes further than that if you don't. Yeah something about it and the reason why i told that story is because i want to mention how my friend said what he said and even though that's not always the the best thing to say my question is how do friends handle situations like that when their friends are being assaulted physically sexually mentally like anywhere it can be hard it can be hard on the friend because sometimes the friend can get like exhausted with trying to help you get out of that type of situation sometimes you know even venting to your friends, you vent to them about the same thing over and over with, over and over again. They get old. They be like, okay, so what are you going to do? Like, you going to keep t- telling me about it? You going to do something about it? It can be. I can see me definitely getting fucking annoyed. Yeah. At a certain point. Yeah. But also, as a friend, if you are a true friend, even if you get annoyed, you still going to, you know, be there for that person. Because in a domestic violence situation, once you give up on that friend, they feel like they don't have nobody, and they still stick with that person. Now, what should somebody do? I got a story with this, unfortunately. But what should somebody do if they see domestic violence? Call, call the police. I would never say get involved. That's what I did. And my godbrother, who is a cop, specifically stated to me to never do that. Because never. his reasoning was because she'll haul off and go and, and tell the cops, you just randomly came yeah. up and did something to them. And... Because I seen a dude, I was at a red light, I seen a dude take the girl 
and bounce her head off of the family dollar with the baby in the hand. And so I did a U-turn and he ran down the street and uh, and everything. And I stayed with her and uh, the cops came or whatever. And when I told my godbrother, he was just like, no, nah, that's not, I get what you want to do, but don't do that. Well, you didn't necessarily like get out, like, dude, stop. That don't do. But, oh. <laughs> I did a lot more. We'll talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, My little friend was with me um, and everything. So, yeah. yeah because the, the thing with that is, let's say you you do intervene. If he has something on him, then you'd be hurt. But she'll be back with him. Oh, and she, she wouldn't let the cops take her anywhere. She said she had nowhere else to go. Yeah. He was coming back to get her. He's yeah, going to come back de- to get her. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. And they had a child. It was that's, just, typically, that's typically how it goes until that person is really ready to get out of that situation. Yes. They're going to keep going back, you know. In those type of relationships, um, the manipulation and the control be so deep and mental, you know, it's, it is hard to get out of. A domestic violence relationship, it can be very, very hard. I know myself, you know. Right. So yeah. until that person is ready to get out of it, they're gonna keep going back. And what does my sister's keeper do to assist people with that? Uh, we kind of like help with relocation. I have done some relocation to different states. Damn, uh, that's great. Yeah, with different women. That's just so uh, fucking wild that somebody has to relocate, relocate to a different state. To a yeah. different state, and then sometimes, saw a movie enough. Still, sometimes it's not enough. Yeah, that um, we try to help with some legal services, um, help with getting into shelters. Some shelters be over capacity, but I have a little leeway where I can get around that a little bit. Uh, just overall, you need somebody to talk to. I give out my personal number probably 80% of the time or the business number. You can always call. I don't mind. You can text. You can be anonymous. You can email. You mm-hmm. know, we're just there. Okay. And I know this is more so like an interview style, but, I mean, we have so many questions. So I really want to make sure that I'm asking all these questions so that the listeners can get all of this information. Mm-hmm. But how can men be more like more of an ally to women in this, in these situations? Because I feel like um, in certain situations, men know that their friends do these things, but they don't say, say anything. anything. And it's That's like, what they need to do. Start speaking up. Okay. Like you want to protect our women, whether it's your, your friends, woman or, a niece or, you know, a sister, you want to protect them. Right. So speak up. Men don't really speak up mm-hmm. a lot to their friends. They see what's going on. They laugh about it. They mm-hmm. joke about it. Oh, he beat up, you know, he smacked the shit out of a girl the other day. But you sat there, you watched it, and you didn't pull him to the side. You didn't say that wasn't Actually, cool. Let me see if I or, can right. Or none of and that. And it shouldn't even be about, you know, what if that was your mom or your sister right. or your Just niece. Like, that's anybody. A, that's anybody. That's a person. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't want to see anybody weaker than somebody else just getting getting smacked ass handed around. to them yeah. and smacked around. Let me you know? read like, to you. I read this, read this this morning. Let me read to you what somebody said. All Blank did was smack a bitch. And he got life. Well, he did beat the shit out of her, but damn. This is to a nigga 
being upset because of the amount of time that somebody got for domestic violence. And I felt like that was the most wild fucking statement. You said this on a worldwide web. Right. You said this on a worldwide web that somebody, I'm reading verbatim, beat the shit out of her, but damn. And personally knowing the story, I seen the woman's face in studio two weeks after it happened. I would have personally thought if she didn't tell me that it happened the night before. But her face was so fucked up that it was two weeks later. And I said... And she was still healing. How can you condone any of that? How can you even have that type of conversation? How can you actually fathom to type those words on your phone Mm -hmm. And those are people that you have to look out for. Those are are warnings. Yes, And then it's like, well, she hit him in the head, blah, blah, blah. Like, It's always some type of justification. Two weeks later. (laughs) And it looked like it happened the night before. I'm talking... Whole half of the face, two face, like swollen, rock solid. So that means her, I think her uh, jaw was broken um, and and all types of shit. But the point I'm making is how can women look at us as allies when they also see niggas put shit like that? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to keep saying it, but damn, he did beat the fuck out of her. But damn, like, what's the butt? I don't exactly. get that. Like, what is the but? There is, there isn't one. Do you think that people get this from the environments that they grow up in, or somebody? That, just, that's some exactly people just what built it is. With that shit. It's, it's something they, they may have grew up around. Typically, most people that are abusive, mm-hmm. they watch their mom get abused. They watch their dad get abused, or they listen to the way their mom talked to dad. Oh, it's okay for me to talk to you know him mm-hmm. like this, or. You have to be, I feel like you, 99% of the time, you've been around that type of environment in order to pick up on it. So do you think abusers can stop abusing? Do you think that there is reform for abusers? I think so. I've actually talked to two guys. Okay. But they had extensive therapy. Okay. Without the extensive therapy. He told me, he was like, I probably couldn't do it. I watched my mom mm-hmm. get beat up by my dad all the time. I would think that that would make somebody not do this shit. You would it think com- so. It's, it's, two, it's literally two levels of it. It's too extreme. So it's either I'm going to cater to my wife and I'm going to be the exact opposite Sit of what up. I saw. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to use that to mold how I approach all of my relationships going forward. So there's, it's just, it's literally two extremes to the spectrum. And those are the only two, those are usually the only two outcomes Outcome. that you're gonna get from that yeah yeah that's just wild to me and, and and i get that every time i have these conversations is more so from the outside looking in mm-hmm. like i've never seen that night when i seen my man's bounce the woman's head against the wall that was my first time ever seeing anything like that in my life mm-hmm. so and i know i think i was 26 27 so that being the case Somebody saying they went 26, 27 years without seeing some shit like that. That's rare, which mm-hmm. is sad. Um, so I'm technically in an in, in anomaly. Did I say the word right? Yes, you said anomaly. <laughs> Thank you. Fuck you. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, because you, you had some smart shit to say yesterday. I didn't. Oh, probably. But um, I just, I appreciate you for coming on and like talking about these things mm-hmm. uh, because I feel like. These are conversations that people are afraid to have. To have, yes. Period, and it is. It's it's hard for a lot of people because it's like they want to stay in the dark about it. Yeah. And as long as we're staying in the dark about it, nothing is going to change. 
what do we do if our friends are doing those things? Like, how should we handle our friends? Do we just cut them off? Do we, is it levels to it? Like, when we see level one, we do this. Like, how, 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 what do you suggest that someone does? I mean, in these if situations? that's your friend and you see it and you know it's happening, I mean, talk to that person. See if they're willing to get some help. You know, see if they're willing to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. It's needed, especially in a black community. Everybody is looking down on therapy. It's definitely needed. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So what do we do when, do you suggest that somebody stays in a relationship with somebody to try it out? Or do they, as soon as it happens, it doesn't stop once it starts. Okay. Even with therapy. Even with, if you're in a relationship, so I'm going to give you my own situation. I was in a relationship and it happened and I said, let's go to therapy. You need to go to therapy because I know you've seen this happen Mm -hmm. with your mom and dad. Right. So this is okay for you. This is normal for you. This is not normal for me. Right. We tried therapy. He didn't stick to therapy. To him, it was like, no, this is pointless. So that's, it doesn't work. It it didn't work for him. He didn't stick with it. Mm -hmm. The the person has to want to. Right. They have to actually want the help and yes. want to That's change. That's the only way it's going to change. Okay. Do you have any questions? Because I feel like I'm sounding off and I don't want to keep going. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I want you like, damn, nigga, you ain't let me talk the whole episode. <laughs> no, I don't think so. So um, do you think abuse, specifically sexual and physical, can contribute to someone's... Um, oh, sorry. That's just moving on. I started moving on and not thinking about it. <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, I do now. actually want to get... <laughs> It's not. Um, I do actually want to get a little bit more into your organization because what you said that you were in an abusive relationship, is that what made you want to start this organization? Is that what brought this to the forefront? Um, What made me want to start is my sister was murdered by her boyfriend. Oh. Yeah, on her birthday. So that was my tipping point. Like, okay, this needs to be talked about. It happened to me. It happened to my mother, but I wasn't born at the time, and I didn't know. So it could be, I feel like a lot of the time, it's a it could be a cycle, you know. Um, but what made me start it was my sister's death. Um, wow. When he ran her off the road, like, on 96, ran her off the road. Um, she didn't have on a seatbelt, so she went through the windshield. Um he even lied and said he didn't know who she was at the hospital. He like it was a random car accident. Oh my goodness. But he actually caused the car accident purposely. Um but yeah. On her birthday. It was it was a sad shame. But it took them probably almost two years to sentence him. So he got sixty years. He he's not getting out. It's crazy how the justice system works. It and is. The legal system works and how long it'll just take something with like even concrete physical evidence. Is, yeah. Like it's just and it was wild. evidence in her phone. He was I mm, I kill sure. you if you do this. You know if you leave me sure. this. You know and the the crazy part about it is they had just broke up. That week, he called her apologizing. Oh, I got you gifts for your birthday. I'm sorry. I'm never going to do it again. Her last picture on Instagram right now is them two kissing. And she the caption says, this is the love of my life. Yeah. And a week later, he killed her. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So that's what made me say, okay, I need to start talking about this. Right. 
Because something needs to change. Something has to change. Something needs to change. And you're, and it's not like there weren't other signs before that to other people around him exactly. showing the type oh, no, of person that he was. no, he had a whole family on his side that, no, he had a wife, kids. Like, he was living two separate mm. lives. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Yes. It was wild. Two wow. separate lives. And um, we know she didn't know about the The wife didn't know until we went to court. And mm. the wife was in court in shock. Uh, well, she in goodness. shock like all she of this, the like, evidence was, and all bro. of the things because I'm sure there were fam- there were witness testimonies. Yeah. I'm sure family came forward mm-hmm. to you know testify either things that they'd seen or heard from her or yeah. messages that they were shown. That is, uh, and that also goes to show you how manipulative people can be. And that's that's the number mm-hmm. one. Sign. It's crazy because she tried to get out of it. Yeah, exactly. She tried to leave, and 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 it's like when the when the the abusers do something and they they hit you and they know that you're done. You don't want to go anywhere. You're done. You don't want to talk to them anymore. They come back with those gifts. I want to do this for you. I want to do that for you. That's they want to get that inch back in slowly. And, and they you know let how to do it back in because they know how to do it because they know you. Yeah, because you know let your them weakness. In. Right, you've let them in already. And it's just that's I'm I'm so sorry. Thank you so much for sharing that, and thank you so much for all that you do, and for all the women that you've helped, all the people that you've helped. Because thank it's you. not just there are not just male abusers. There are women there abusers. Are. Anyone can be an there abuser. Are. It's just all about the manipulation and the power that you try to take over someone else. That's true. I wish more men kind of reached out because men mm-hmm. definitely get abused. I hear from them, but not as often that yeah. I would like because they feel like they're weak mm-hmm. for discussing it. Right, they have to hide it. I actually wish more men would just be allies. Like, I remember we went to, uh, what event was that? You have so many. I know we do Chili in the City. Um, It was, uh, I know it was Purple Balloons. um, Oh, down at the Riverwalk. Yeah, and everybody was telling their story. like a vigil. I do a yearly vigil for Mm. all. And it was, uh, we, it was me, Titus, and somebody else. But I know it was a couple other dudes there. But I want to say it was like five guys there mm-hmm. and then all women. But the stories that we heard, like I remember we was in a car driving back and it was just silent. Like I didn't turn the radio on or nothing. It was just like that was the wildest shit I've ever heard in my life. And I was like, I wish somebody was here like recording it because this is some shit like that should be like a documentary. Because I feel like people don't like, no, like I'm not going to repeatedly watch the same slave movie over and over. Mm-hmm. But we all have seen slave movies. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, no, I don't want to see this type of thing over and over. Like, I don't see how people watch the movie enough all the time. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's like sometimes you have to see and hear those things for it to truly resonate with you. That's the point I was getting at. Because hearing those things, like your mom's story was so, like, I could probably tell her story verbatim from start to finish from that day. And it was like five years ago because it was so crazy. Um because I, it sounded like a movie. Like, I mm-hmm. never heard anything like that. Like, in reality, it was just like, let me look this shit up. Then I looked shit up, like she said to do. Like, and I'm like, oh, shit. She's, she was dead ass serious. Mm-hmm. Like, this is real. Like, this is so fucked up that I feel like it's like how black community don't like to t- talk about the doctor, mental disabilities. Mm-hmm. Same thing with domestic mm-hmm. violence. It is. And it's, it's like the shit, we ain't got a rug in here, but it's swept. It's all swept under that rug. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to, when I was driving in and thinking about it, I was like, you know what? Maybe we should split the episodes up because I don't want to take away from what we, uh, this conversation. 
And the sad thing is this episode is not going to get as many views on YouTube. Of course. It's not going to get as many plays uh, on all our sites because it's a discussion nobody that needs wants to, to hear that shit. Exactly. But they need to hear that shit. Right. Like, it, it's just, it is what it is. But we still have to have these conversations and get more people willing to talk about mm-hmm. these things because the more that we do this, hopefully the less that it happens. The less that it happens, the more that people will pay attention mm-hmm. and the more women and men will understand what domestic violence is because it's not just a push. It's not just physical. It's mental. It's verbal. It's financial. You know, mm-hmm. it's deep. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us just be like, Oh, he hit me one time, or he slapped me one time, or he choked me, or he just pushed me. Well, that's that's it, right? It's that's just all like it a fight. Take. It's it, not, that, and that shouldn't just be. It was just, just this, and that's the problem. We it's like just. because once it's just this, you're gonna let once you give an inch, they take a that's mile. It. That's like it. that's it. They're gonna they're gonna take they're gonna take it further every single a time, little further, a little each bit time. each time. And that's when and it gets extent. once you get to that level. There's it. It could get so, it could get so much worse from there. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, like the worst that could possibly happen is what happened to your sister, yes. and that's the sad. Yeah. And that's the saddest part because yeah. there are so many women whose story we don't know mm-hmm. because we don't know what happened to them. And then there are so many women who we do know their story, and we saw this. We saw the things leading up to it yeah. too. So. Uh, and you hear a lot of people say, um, even in marriages. Keep your relationship issues to yourself. No, no, no. Nope. Talk Mm-mm. about those things yeah. with For somebody. Sure. I mm-hmm. ain't saying tell Facebook you need, everything. Right, right. Talk yep. to somebody. You, you, have you need some type of record. You need some type yep. of record. And see, even on. with him, we didn't know. We didn't know. She wasn't telling us. She wasn't talking to us. She. We didn't know that he was this type of person. Oh, so y'all had no clue. We had Damn. no clue. Mm. We had no clue. Now, she was in a relationship before where we did have a clue, where she came to us and we was helping her out the situation. But I guess the the second time, she was like, I don't want to involve them this time. You know, I'm going to keep it to myself this time. I mean, it was extremely stressful the first time because he was busting out our car windows, mm. showing up at our house with mm. a can of gasoline, like I burned the fucking house down. Wow. Like, it was crazy where... Do you suggest women get guns or get self-defense classes? Some and type stuff of self-defense like class. Um, they, that's what I, I really do need to look into that since I'm back here now. I got you. I already got uh, it. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Um, definitely self-defense class. Get a license to carry or even just have something in the house, even if you are not licensed to carry. Because you don't have to be licensed to carry. To, to have it in the house. In the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, um, I actually... That's like an initiative that somebody started on Twitter last year. And I was just like, this is a great idea. Like, and I started uh, buying women CPL classes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, hey, if you promise me you'll get a gun, I'll pay for your CPL class. And uh, shout out to uh, NECA. Uh, I forgot her last name. Uh, but she uh, is a black woman. She teaches uh, CPL classes to only women. Nice. Uh, not just CPL classes, but... Um, advanced gun carrying because uh, a lot of people period don't know anything about guns true but um women at least admit it men just act like they know Mm -hmm. but you got to become one with your gun if you don't know how to shoot it cock it back aim it it ain't gonna help you it's just gonna piss off whoever you was trying to shoot at Mm -hmm. but i I definitely believe and agree that women should get self-defense classes and uh also carry yeah give me make sure you give me 
information. Yeah, my fiance is black belt, so she can teach oh, self defense classes. So yeah. I'm gonna have to put her. Yeah, we can all make it, bring it full circle. Yeah, it takes a village for everything. Yeah, so not, but no, seriously, this has been a great episode. Uh, We're gonna get into part two. That episode, you could try to fuck Coco. Uh, Perfect. Because I am interested. Wow, this is wild. I am. Yeah, I'm silly. Let's just end this episode, man. Shit. I think JG wants to get our guest, so we're just gonna have him end it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we'll just have Actually, Trap, you just, you know what button to press? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> look at that camera. The camera said, I don't. <laughs>